Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We are talking Real housewife scams. And guys, if there's any Real housewife scam you're crazy about, um, please let us know. Message us. Call into the Hot Tip Hotline. For sure. We know these ladies have been messing shit up for years. Um, we actually just got one in. Caitlin texted me on her way over here. Yeah, it's breaking news. Breaking news. Um, and I didn't even have a chance to look fully at the whole story. Mm-hmm. But Peter Thomas of Real Housewives. Housewives of Atlanta, former husband of Cynthia Bailey, was arrested for fraud in Miami. Yeah. And I'm I think not he sure was, exactly for what? He was arrested for writing bad checks. Oh. So like, yeah. His businesses have always seemed a little funky to me. He always owns yes. those bars, yeah. but they don't seem. And the show, like, isn't hiding it, too. Like, the editors are like, isn't this guy weird? <laughs> like, yeah. we don't trust it. Like, it, it wasn't ever made sort of, like, under the table. It was very much a part of it. Like, Cynthia's with a shady guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he is. And he wanted to be on the show. He is one yes. that loves that camera. And he yeah. also, like, I remember, like, he would be, like, yeah, like, he would just, like, get in business and get in shit and, like, be gossipy. And it was, like, could you? It's, like, a, a not a good look on you, sir. No. And but she always supported it. him, too. Like, mm-hmm. she financed his first restaurant or club or whatever. Again, yeah. a woman who's ignoring the facts because of love. And then she Ugh. he wanted to start the second bar restaurant in Charlotte, North Carolina, so that he had to be away from her. Yeah. And then he was just, like, cheating. I mean, he sucks. Yes, he really, really he, sucks. He does. But also, like, was friends with Nini. Like, is, like, a smooth talker. I don't know. I did not enjoy him. Yeah. I hope he goes to prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Um, okay. Cool. So I'm going to move coast and keep us in this Housewife franchise. Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to go back to the beginning to Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. Um, I don't really watch it. I don't know that much. So I'm the novice here. Oh, it's I got it. Orange County, to me, is a favorite. People poo-poo it. It's a <laughs> slow burn. It is. You okay. do have to watch it all. You could never jump in because it won't be worth it. But there are things that happen. That's how I felt. I've been like, ugh, I, I don't. I'm not involved And yet. it's hard to go back because seasons like one and two are almost cut differently than any other Real Housewives. Absolutely. Like they didn't quite know what it was yet. It was the first one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was okay. the first one. So it debuts in 2006, a long time ago wow. now, guys. And it was, uh, yeah, it was based With off the popularity. And I met. Yeah, basically. We're meeting. <laughs> yeah, we're meeting Real Housewives this time. Vicky and Lori are meeting. <laughs> um, wow. So, in yeah, it's basically... Real Housewives was supposed to be like Desperate Housewives and the OC, like kind of combined reality show. And it was specifically about people that live behind gates. Like that was the thing. A gated community. Which got dropped pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, So one of the housewives we meet is Vicky. Vicky Gunvalson. Mm. um, Who to me is like everything a housewife does need to be in that she has um, huge bravado, mm-hmm. uh, but also completely insecure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both at the mm-hmm. same time. Yes, 
she sells insurance, which is a weird real housewife job. That is weird. Um, it's not a cookbook. It's not makeup. No, and she's never fully successfully launched anything else. And she still owns her insurance companies. It does seem to be growing exponentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she loves it. But she also, like, has always felt, you can tell, jealousy or weird about the ones that are more truly rich housewives. Mm. She feels Mm -hmm. insecure. That haven't had to work for it like she has. Yes. And she kind of talks bad about them, but you can tell she's kind of jealous of Mm -hmm. it, too. Um, It's like a popular girl at the party. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we meet her. She's married to Don Gumbelson. And this is Don with two N's. And that's. Just seems no. extremely important to me. I C-O-N-N. didn't know that about oh, Don. That feels really important to me. Yeah, I see it now. <laughs> but now Don, like, oh, but Don is a great character. He's lovely. He's I great. Think, yeah, I love Don. And I'm, when we meet him, he's been laid off. He was like a VP at some company, and he'd been laid off. And she's kind of like, he's been laid off. Like he's she's very quick to like put him down. Um, put him down about that. She, I think, believes in very traditional gender roles as well. It's crazy. She does. Yeah. It's like she wants to be up the corporate ladder, but then she wants her boyfriend or husband to be that much more. It, yep. It's just very weird. Yeah. Um. So she's obsessed with this insurance company and she's not really obsessed with Don. She famously says, my love tank is empty at one oh, point. Mm-hmm. Then this is season one. This is uh, early season one, two or three. Yeah. yeah. And then and, and, and those very early ones of OC, they weren't full like 20 episodes. They were like eight or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a teaser. So then, though, they go to Turks and Caicos and they renew their vows. <laughs> and she says her love tank is full. Oh, yes. callback. But then, once again, <laughs> and as we know, it's, it's the curse of all the. As vow we know, renewals. a vow yes. renewal is a kiss of death. It's death. They do get divorced uh, in 2014. <laughs> so they have many seasons together on the show. Oh yeah, where she doesn't like him, and this is why I say it's a slow burn. <laughs> At the end of season five. Vicky's been obsessed with Gretchen Rossi potentially cheating on her now dead fiance. Yes. But then she just very quickly is like, yeah, and I've cheated on Don and Don cheated on me. Like that's the slow burn of it is it's like five seasons of being like pointing the finger and then being like, oh, and also I did it. (laughs) It's just crazy. So she's obsessed with with claiming that someone else has cheated on her dying fiance. Yes. And she, <laughs> and she and Don were both cheating on each other. Um, <laughs> that might not be like a great relationship. So then they get upset. divorced. Shocker. And she starts dating the man that we will focus our story on here. Brooks Ayers, which is the hardest Ooh. name to say. Brooks Ayers. 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 Uh, he is not liked by uh, her best friend Anyone. from her wife's Tamara. Yes. Or her, her child, Brianna, is like honestly probably the queen of the housewife children like she mm-hmm. gets her own interviews oh. like her story becomes a big part of it and Brianna yep. hates Brooks mm-hmm. they don't like him generally because he's disgusting like he's just kind of oozes I would he's say crazy. he's a creepy person yeah he's been accused of by them of things such I mean some of it's just like he's using you for your money and it's like well hard to say <laughs> Brianna claims and this is a huge allegation that Brooks told Brian Brianna's husband that he should hit Brianna <gasps> like when she's what? like acting oh. up. <gasps> so that's bad to say wow. the that's least. That's horrible. Both coasts very aggressive um, males. Yes. yes. So that is not a scam. That is just bad behavior. Yeah. But we are getting into the scam. Um, so this is season 10 of wow. Real House. Oh, they're already on 15. So this is way back. Yeah. Um, this is an emotional season. This is also the season where Vicky finds out on the phone 
the her mom has died when she's at one of those dumb right. housewives parties. Yeah. And it's oh my god. So emotional and she's like on the floor. It's so real and crazy. Yeah. I gotta watch this season. But what also happens is Brooks well, it's so interesting. I watched all this. I've probably seen all the episodes twice, but now <laughs> to go back and research it, I'm like, hmm, what did happen? Yeah. And who was right? Yeah. <laughs> because well Tell Brooks us. is never right, but he is diagnosed with cancer. Let's take that as by a doctor. True. We're taking that as true, just for the purposes for the of the story. For now, yeah, okay. we're not taking it as true completely. Okay, but this is what we understand to be true: is that he has lymphoma, and it seems like on the show, Vicky wants to use this for everyone to like Brooks now mm, and to feel yeah. pity for him. Like yeah. he's a victim. Yes. Let's all focus and rally around him. Right, and his claim. Well, I'll just say what her trajectory is. Yeah, she wants a lot of sympathy. She says many times she wants casseroles. Yeah, she does say <laughs> that. She wants her neighbors should bring her casseroles. She should wow. get casseroles because Brooks has cancer. That mm-hmm. is like an old timey old lady thing. Like yeah. using the specific gender roles, like 1950s. And she's from the Midwest, as am I. Yeah. We love layers of food. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that part makes sense, but it's just so clear. There's a gleam in her eye that this is a way forward for them as a couple on the show and for her to get attention from the other women. Right. It doesn't really make Tamara or Brianna hate Brooks any less because if mm-hmm. he did, in fact, say that, you know, a woman should be hit, this is yeah, regardless like of you. the cancer. Yeah. So they're kind of suspicious of it and it starts to take little, like little things that actually when I was looking back don't seem that weird. Like he would say things like, I did have cancer and they'd be like, did? I mean, do? And like interrogating his tenses, which I was <laughs> sort of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the truth is he never looked like he was, he claimed to be going through chemotherapy. Yeah. He no. never looked, and people have a lot of different reactions to chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can have like a surgery to remove the cancer and then start chemotherapy. Yes. And you can have like, my friend just had to deal with radiation. Yes. There's, there's all just, so there's kinds of, of ways. I'd be slow treatment. to point this out. However, the women on the show are very quick to point it out. <laughs> oh my God. If someone said they had cancer, I believe that they have cancer because you yeah. don't want to yeah. be you that guy. Yes. That said, he was diagnosed with stage three non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is exactly what my father had when I was in high school. So I do know kind of exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a, again, serious, that's a again serious one. people react differently, though. So mm-hmm. my dad lost all his hair and like had to stop working for six months. Um, mm-hmm. Brooks is just going on with his life. He doesn't wow. lose any hair. He doesn't. His body changes in no way. No way. Um, so they're all like, huh, OK, <laughs> so cool. what's going on? So then enter a newer, younger housewife named Megan King Edmonds. Yes. Megan King Edmonds is a lot. She's a lot of <laughs> things to a lot of people. Um, she's like probably late 30s now, was yeah. early 30s at the time. She's married to a guy who's, I guess, probably late 50s now, was early 50s then. He's like a former baseball star. Mm-hmm. I think. This is his third wife. He has two kids with each wife. Now he has three kids with Megan King Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Three? But- yeah, and they had they had um, twins. Yeah, they had a girl, and then they had two boys. And he Heart had had a and, wait. What? What are they? Heart and they both have H names. The twins, but it's Heart and something else. Heart or something. Yeah. I know. Oh, no, I follow her on Instagram. That's how I know this. And she was a model, right? She definitely is like tall, know. skinny. Um, I thought she was a model, but she, uh, yeah, he very adamantly did not want kids, and she made him have a vasectomy reversal. Right, <gasps> and he is 
pretty mean to her also. Um, yeah. I think and he tells her to run. shut up. Um, and a weird thing, his first ex-wife, the mother of his two oldest children, at this time is dying of cancer. Oh, um, that's right. Which is horrible. And somehow Megan thinks is like her thing. <laughs> Megan her husband's... is searching for a storyline wow. her entire yeah. duration. So she is very into cancer because yeah. her husband's ex-wife you know, has you cancer. You get into cancer, you just get into it. It was. It was like her thing. Like it was trendy. like an interest. It was like getting into astrology yeah. for her. We all, as 17-year-olds, just decide to get into photography, cancer, so this horses. this is truly painting. the weirdest part. Yeah. <laughs> Megan claims that she gets suspicious about Brooke's cancer because Vicky doesn't want to share a lot with her about it, which is like, because <laughs> she could help her through it or something. And like oh, as that's if funny. Like I'm so good and compassionate. Yeah, we should connect. It's like I'm your acquaintance. I think you should tell me about your boyfriend's cancer. Because <laughs> I know about oh my, my husband's God. ex-wife's cancer. Yeah, and it's yeah. just truly. It's so funny looking back in the story. The people that turn out to be correct or right. It's so by accident because they <laughs> were following the worst mental leads in the world. I love that. So. She gets into investigating whether or not he really has Megan cancer. does this? Yes. yes. She's the researcher? Megan has nothing else to do. Yeah. Okay. She, so yeah. they all get on Vicky. They're like, does he really have cancer? Can you imagine saying this to someone? Like, no, no. I could never say that. No. It's crazy. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, here's um, the uh, PET scans, just so you know. So Brooks gives Vicky PET scans to show them. Like, they want to see medical documents. Yep. They She shows them. Megan is not... Oh, I should say, the reason that they've gotten the courage to confront her yeah. is because they met with a psychic. <laughs> yes, that's and right. That's how they got the courage. And the psychic said, to me, the most famous quote, most important quote in Real Housewives history, which is, the psychic says, Brooks doesn't have cancer. <laughs> So they tell Vicky that, and Vicky goes, "Well, maybe that means he's in remission. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God." And she's they were like, "No, we want, we want um, scans. Um, go to your mychart.com and print stuff for us." Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would never, even if I was on a TV show, I don't think I'd have that audacity. I wrote a book about preventing cancer. I don't think I could even ask. I wouldn't ask anybody. No. I'd be like, sure. No. Sure. Because what do you? There's no. Who there's cares? nothing to gain. There's nothing for me to gain. Yeah. It, it, it's, but. Around this time, we have like every franchise like is having a health scare that people are questioning. So this is around Yolanda Hadid with Lyme disease too, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, and and Rena saying she had Munchausen's. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I would never if someone has Lyme disease, they have Lyme disease. Great, not great. Also, but I'm not going to research it. I'm doing other things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, unless you're Megan King Edmonds and you're so doing nothing. What Megan says is, um. When somebody has cancer, like Leanne, that's her husband's ex-wife, had cancer. I sit there with her at chemo, which first of all, why? who's the last person you want with you at chemo <laughs> besides your ex-husband's new wife? Yes, who's like young, hot, and really loud and obnoxious. Yeah, and yeah. she was remarried as well and had two daughters. She didn't need Megan King Edmonds to no. come. Like, you know Megan was pushing her way through. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, well, when you sat there with him through his chemo, how often did the nurse come in and check? Uh, because I felt like our nurse didn't come in enough. Stuff like that just comes up and you just chat. It's just something you talk about and you don't get defensive about. It's like, 
People, what Whoa. the fuck are you talking about, Megan? People get defensive about Real House stuff Constantly. all the time yes. or just don't want to talk about it. Uh, um, I just thought that was truly hilarious. So none of this is enough for uh, Megan. And she she gets the scan. She calls the doctor that the scan is wow. from. Claims to be a cancer patient. What? No, she does she does that's that. That's almost as bad. And then she's like, can I get this certain treatment that Brooks claimed to be having? And the clerk was like, no, you should go to an oncologist for that if you have cancer. We don't treat cancer. Uh, so she did find out that the doctor he claimed to be going to wasn't. was, in fact, not an oncologist and and could not treat the thing he was claiming to have. <gasps> Wasn't so it? her instincts were correct. Wow. She is psycho. Yes, she did it in the creepiest yes. way. Wait, didn't he wow. say? And I only remember this because I'm now seeing it as an ingredient in facial products. He was having some resveratrol treatment or something. I think you're right. Like he he they started. Vicky and Brooks started by saying he was getting chemo and then they kind of changed the story to be like, no, he's doing this experimental. Thing. It, it never added up. Yeah. Um, totally. And then, um, so Megan King Edmonds tells uh, Shannon Bedore and Heather Dubrow this. And Shannon reveals that Vicky called her, this also makes no sense, immediately after Brooks' diagnosis and for some reason, Shannon's like best friends with one of the best oncologists in Orange County or something, which like, what? Why? Um, like, why would an oncologist be hanging out with Shannon? I don't know. <laughs> but because um, <laughs> she has an Irish accent sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's fun to see what weight she's at on any given day. Yeah. Any the given only day. woman. Is part, talk about that. like losing 30 pounds in one day. Like Shannon can I show up that. I love it. looking any size. <laughs> I know. It's truly great. I love that. Side note. Yeah. How about last season? The edit of her on the bike. She's just like huffing and puffing. Do we remember this? Yes, yes. I loved it when they were on the obstacle course and she's like, ah, guys, and they're just screaming. And then Vicky's like, my fingers. Oh my God. I rewound it and laughed so hard. They can be the funniest it was sometimes. Like the first episode of last um, So, yeah, Shannon is best friends with a lymphoma doctor. Uh, you know, as who you sure. She's able, she claims that she stopped what she was doing and dropped everything. All day made calls to this person, which makes no sense. How how much time would you even spend doing that? Yeah. Five minutes. It doesn't everything. make sense. It doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense. Well, but also she, you leave a message. And yeah. She me got her in. She got Brooks in with this doctor, but then Brooks never followed up. Oh, so that's right. suspicious as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have cancer, you probably want to like, you know, stop it. Make the call. Go you make the follow doctor. up. Yeah. You want to follow up. Yeah. You make the call. So that is starting to question things. Then it turns out. He never was treated at City of Hope, which I guess is where Megan called, even though Vicky, this is where Vicky gets implicated Oof. because Vicky claims she was there too. Oof. And he never was there. Did she Oof. Instagram story at them? <laughs> I feel like these housewives are constantly like social meeting every moment that they do. So that would, I don't know if Instagram stories were out yet, but that it would was have been before. like my red flag. Yeah. To be like, oh, but you didn't it was post anything on social. Popular. And you're right. Now it's going to be easier to track them. Yeah. For mm -hmm. sure. Because people love to be like, look, feel bad for me. I'm here. I'm here. And like, yeah. But then, see, this is the big question. Because Vicky finally has to confront Brooks, and Brooks admits that he forged the documents. <gasps> when does this happen? Because I remember a reunion where she was defending him. 
Well, this is the thing. Her story <laughs> is never really consistent. I've now read things about what I've read Brooks. Brooks has a pretty consistent story now. I don't necessarily believe it, but he has like a chronology that makes He's sense from his with. own like, life. He has kept with. Yeah. She and he defends her actually. So his claim is he did have cancer. Okay. But that he asked actually I will say, okay, don't know. Then he says he asked Vicky to never say anything about it on the show, and she did. Completely believe. I believe that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Completely believe. believe. Completely believe. He says that he only forged the documents to get everyone off his back, which that starts uh, to sound weird. That's sketchy. Yeah. He claims, he still claims he had cancer. He doesn't, he's never addressed what the treatment for it was. And he says he's okay now. And he says Vicky, he also, though, says Vicky never knew anything about the lie. And that just doesn't quite add up to me. Because she's smart. She's smart. She also works for insurance. Like, doesn't she know, like, she diagnosis has, code? She yes. has her I own mean, business. that's the thing. She's smart. You'd yeah. think she'd be following up with him on that end of things, if not anything mm -hmm. else. I heard that they had great sex and that she was really in it for the sex. So maybe she just oh, was good. really focused it on that one It seems like thing. it. Yeah. I mean, good. That's here's, great. Here's my question, though. And I did not see this. So this is, like, very, you know, I could be completely off. But... If Sue, you just said that he had a face cream that he had mentioned, could it be that he had like a skin cancer and that he was treating it because they removed something? Because you can have skin cancer. It's technically cancer, but it is a growth or an abnormal sure. cell that you then cut out and remove. Well, so he could have had that. So they were saying he was getting experimental treatments with res resveratrol, which yeah. was like what this new thing. Um five years ago or something but now I don't know that he was getting treated with a face cream but I'm just saying now when I go to Target or something some face creams are like with resveratrol like yeah. that's an I'm, ingredient now. Like, he did say it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma <laughs> so <laughs> because what I'm thinking I'm trying to figure out his mental leap when he's like look I had a skin cancer scare um, let's just call it cancer and what's the one uh, I think it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma that's like what I can think of yeah it, it could yeah. totally be I don't think he had cancer at that time. Though he's also said he had lymphoma before. I, I may I think I maybe believe that. I think I think he had cancer like three years before. Mm. For whatever reason, it made sense to him to have I think he wanted to pull away from the show and pull uh. Vicky away from the show. Does he was he like possessive over her? <sighs> he was he a scammer. Yeah, he wasn't mm. super mm -hmm. possessive. It was more just that he was getting criticized constantly by all these women on the show. And he wasn't like a showboaty guy. You're putting women down and you say to beat them up, you don't want to be criticized. No, no. no. It doesn't work and, for you. And he's not the kind that, like our Real Housewives of Atlanta fellas, that they love that camera. He mm -hmm. wasn't like that. Jersey, no. So I camera. think he, yeah, in Jersey and Atlanta, those boys want to be in the show. But he wasn't really like that. But he I, did love her money. Like, she bought him yes. teeth. Yes. So I think she bought him teeth? Yeah. He, she made him she get really his... She teeth? Like, um, veneer. She bought him veneers. Oh For sure. Uh, I think he liked the money, and I think he liked the lifestyle. Yeah. And he didn't have... He was living... Was he poor? Yeah. He felt like he'd lost money. That was my feeling, is that he'd once had it and had nothing now. If you've listened to Dirty John, it seems like a very Dirty John situation yes, where he's exactly. like charming yeah. and like just a con man. Mm -hmm. And he has um, like four adult children that don't speak to him, which is always the That's biggest red, red flag. flag. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And I think like he was based in the South and it was just like fun to have like an OC house where like he could go and like pal around and like. Mm -hmm. And feel really luxurious. So I think he lied about being sick to kind of pull her away and it just backfired in a crazy way. Mm -hmm. I think she maybe didn't know at first. Like I don't think she was like sat down with him and was like, let's pretend you have cancer. I think that was on him. But I think she probably was sm smarter than Teresa. She's going to have suspicions, but in a similar way, she's not going to like, not going to go there. Ferocious denial. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ferocious denial. Ferocious denial. Um, so I have a question though. Yeah. Do you think that for Vicky, it, because you were talking about how like she wanted everybody to like give her attention and she was kind of jealous of them. Do you think that she mainly from this wanted the sympathy and the focus yes. because of the cancer and to her, the cancer didn't matter. She was more hurt if people didn't, take her seriously yes I think a thousand percent you are correct and I think that in her mind she was like this is a story with no downsides to me no one can criticize me which actually yeah. you know like completely <laughs> backfired but yeah I mean if she's probably like people are like but he doesn't have cancer but she, I feel like she's arguing yeah but you need to treat me like as if he did like you should treat us with kid gloves as if we did like, and there's if? something She's not wrong about like mm -hmm. if if someone if, was sick, you'd want to be nice to them. Yes. And if like, I mean, you, we've seen it even Tamara now. Her husband has health problems and they're all like, I don't know if Eddie really has a heart problem. What do I know? <laughs> He's like, he is not as what you're seeing him like have like a live oh. transplant. And, it's and they're like, like, who can you trust? But they don't. They treat her nicely. Like they yeah. they. There is something about Vicky that people were quick to question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess because she was lying. But yeah. I, I also kind of get her mentality that she is treated differently. Um, she, so Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds have a confrontation with Brooks and Vicky wow. about the lying. Couple and my favorite thing that was uttered by stupid Megan is um, like, Vicky's like, why are you questioning me about cancer? Like, why? And this is what Megan King Edmonds says. I will continue to ask questions about cancer until there's a cure. <laughs> so she actually believes that her investigations are going to maybe lead to a cure for cancer. Or it's cancer. like side by side, like just as hard, uh, just as a struggle. Like you are figuring out those like molecules and cells and trying to mm -hmm. cure cancer. And I'm trying to like get some information. It is yeah. crazy. Um, but ultimately they break up. Vicky and Brooks heirs. Um, Brooks does a tell-all with Andy Cohen, and he says Vicky was not in any in on any cancer scam or created storyline. There is no scam. Vicky never has paid me to be quiet regarding this supposed scam, nor has paid me to release any statements. Hmm. Mm. And uh, then actually, he. Uh, it's funny he met someone else. Uh, she lives in Indiana, my home state. Shout mm -hmm. out. He's moved there and married her. <laughs> and it's just, it's very funny to me that like he just lives wherever his new girlfriend is. Yeah. Now I'm going to be there. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have a job. He's just scamming, cancer scamming. Wow. Now, oh, that's so great. So, but I remember hearing from like other podcasts and friends that Vicky had crazy sex with him. Like the sex was great and that that was like a big. She always said that, but some of those housewives. House I mean, everything's an exaggeration. With their lot, like their sex stuff is always it's very strange defensive to, me. to me. It's always like, look, I still have sex. I and still have sex. On New Jersey, the yeah. reunion, they're like, how many times a week? It's like seven, eight million. It's like, no, you calm don't. down. Come it's on. not real. And it, yeah, it is very defensive. But I remember everybody was just that and I, because I didn't see it. They just I, seem to have a more palpable connection than her and her current boyfriend. Like, it right. just seemed like, you know. Steve Lodge. Yeah, oh, Steve, Steve Lodge. Lodge. Steve so Lodge. 
He's not a liar, but I yeah, he's very he's boring. boring. Yeah. And I'm hearing she's downgraded to a friend this season, which upsets oh. me because I feel like even if she's boring, sometimes she gives it her all. She's she the OG of the OC. All. She gave us this fake cancer scam, <laughs> which did. really is a delight to me. I just it, <laughs> I knew I wanted to talk about this because I I know all of our no lives. No one died during it. <laughs> all of our lives have been touched by cancer, but there's something about this that brings me a smile to my face thinking about this cancer scam. <laughs> it's just this like is it's a stupid idiot. <laughs> the delightful cancer. Yes. You know, if you can get a laugh out of cancer, get it. Get, get it, it, Brooks. Oh, that's so funny. And uh, good you. luck to Megan King Edmonds on finding a career. I know. I'm actually, I look at her <laughs> I differently her. now. Yeah. I'm looking at her differently. Like, I love her little Girl Scout try. It's very Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. It's very Girl Scout. Love. Oh, thank you, Caitlin, for this detective work. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. We're covering Sue Scam. Yes. Scam. You guys, I'm here to talk to you about a little couple called Dorit and PK from Beverly Hills. Thank you. Yes. yes. Are you familiar with this couple? Do you guys both watch Beverly Hills? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, great. Okay, so Dorit and PK are scamming us into thinking that they are rich English people, <laughs> and they are... <laughs> Not okay. So <laughs> okay, PK is scamming us into thinking that he is a successful music manager, and he's maybe not. Okay, so mm-hmm. Dorit and PK. PK, first of all, his full name <laughs> is mm-hmm. Paul. This is good. Zytel Kemsley. <laughs> so PK is just short Aww. for Paul Kemsley. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes oh, they call him name. PK Kemsley, and it's like no, no that. This no. is his initial. Yeah. Uh, so, like, okay. Sir Restaurant. Sexy, Sexy unique restaurant, restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sir Restaurant. Um, so, he, the, and my sources are Wikipedia and, of course, the Daily Mail. Um, I love it. So, he is an English businessman, best known as a property developer and a s- a former vice chairman of the Premier League Football Club, Tottenham Spur. Oh. So he... That's always interesting when they've had a real job. Yeah. Yeah, And that's like pretty... It's a big deal. Yeah. So he was in real estate development and then he worked in soccer. Um, And then I think he came to America to work for the New York Cosmos. 
soccer team. Um, oh, yeah. interesting. Which, who knew? He, nothing to do with music whatsoever. And never mentioned anything about soccer throughout his Has never, I've never, never seen known. a soccer ball in that <laughs> no, house. No. Did not know there was anything athletic happening in oh, there. Oh, no. No, does not, know. certainly not look like an athlete. Doesn't look like an athlete. The house doesn't look like nope. any any form of exercise is done. Yeah, no, they, they're, <laughs> nope. Uh, okay, so he... Left in 1984, he left school at the age of 17 to work in um, real estate. So he, like, got his start young, didn't go to school, mm-hmm. wanted to be, like, you know, hot shot right away. Uh, yeah, who needs school? Yeah, who needs school? You just need to scam people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he lost – okay, so in real estate, he lost a bunch of money in the market crash in 2008 and 2009. He He – his real estate stuff lost a bunch of money, um, and he was fined five hundred thousand pounds. In so this was in England. In England, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's friends with some like high flying people in in London, um, and he becomes a shareholder in this uh, soccer team, the Tottenham Spurs, and then mm-hmm. he becomes one of the interviewers slash advisors on the UK edition of The Apprentice. Wow. What? Which we know, like, anyone who is, like, a judge on The Apprentice is probably a scammer, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it says... Kemp, who was the host? Uh, Do you know? Great question. I don't know. It just says uh, interviewer. No <laughs> didn't get that far with that research. I know what you mean, though. Like one of the people that sits at that table with. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ivanka. Um, so he had a successful property deal in 2006 and he sold it. He bought something for $40 million in May of 2006 and he sold it within five months to a former Russian government minister for 72 million pounds. So... Wow. A profit of 30 million? In, in five months to the Russian government. Mm. Yes. Russian government. That's Okay, that's odd. crazy. Yes. Um, yeah. In 2000... So the, the... I mean, we're supposed to believe he made 30 million pounds yeah. on this? And That's like $45 million. Is this real? That's insane. Yeah. Or did he just claim it? No, this is, is real. It, yeah. This is real. But, okay, mm-hmm. so in September... Uh, or in 2008, his personal wealth was estimated at 180 million. So he is like wow. a real guy, yeah. However, in September of 2008, he placed a series of large bets uh, <laughs> that, they, that doomed U.S. Bank Lehman Brothers would recover. <gasps> and in May 2009, the bank uh, he was li- liable to pay a margin of two million. Whatever. He lost money from Lehman Brothers in 2008. In 2012, wow. he filed for bankruptcy. Uh, and he lists, yep, as, you, as do. you do, and he listed his expenses at $34,000 per month and his personal sure. debts as 10 to $50 million. Wait, 10 to 50? Yes. Is that what you said? 50? Yes. Oh my God. Wait, so he ha- at one point he had like 100? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he was in debt fifty million, and this is from two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Yeah, is it gam- like gambling, basically gambling debts? So I think so, but the Wikipedia is not going into his like gambling in the UK. So, but I have right. more info. I wonder what on his gambling in the US. Don't worry. Um, yes. Okay, great. So tell us about the gambling. 
done. In 2013, he moved to the U.S. after filing bankruptcy in the UK. UK to kind of dodge things a little bit. Yeah. Um, a little geographic. Get out of there. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's what I have on UK. Oh, he was married before to a woman and he has three grown children. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before. He mentioned one Dur- once last season and I could tell Dorit was not having it. It was like clearly <laughs> like diverging from the storyline in her mind. Like, don't bring up your son. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I had wow. no idea. That is a psychopath so, woman who refuses to let her husband have any other children or any other life. Like, I, I, to that, cut someone from That is a whole theme of reality so shows in general and yes. it's disgusting. And he just mentions like his son had a traumatic birth story with his ex-wife and like you could tell Dorit was just like we are not talking about oh, that is such a monster Gary or whatever the kid's <laughs> name is I don't know it's your biological son that you do love probably so he and Dorit got married in 2015 wow. so this is all pretty, That's pretty recent, recent. Yeah. wow and yeah. how old's their oldest kid they must have had a kid right away yeah um i think it's Jagger i think he's only like 2 or 2 and a half Okay. Right? He's pretty young. Three but, or four. Wait, how yeah. three? Jagger, one of the most common Real Housewives names. Jagger and Cruz. Oh my God. Jagger and Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, there's two oh Dallas Cruises. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't name your kid Cruz. Okay. So um, he still had this debt in the UK, right? And um, these people from the UK that he owned he owed to Star Sports, which I think is a gambling debt. He owed them $260,000. Wow. Um, came after him in, uh, came after him recently, and he said that the company can no longer sue him because they waited too long and failed to provide evidence to back up their claims against him. What? So he's just like, that's not my debt. That's way too long ago. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm not paying that. Um, so... He currently is getting sued by the Bellagio in Las Vegas because he has he has a one point two million dollar gambling debt. So wow. I looked this up. Wow. Yeah, I looked this up and like they the Bellagio gave him something called a marker, which is a line of credit that you can play against you can right. spend so there so you don't have to carry around cash around the casino and i went into like what a marker is and apparently before you give one you have to submit w2s saying you have that money and that you could pay it back so yeah. he must have had the money but that's just so massive to me to like be gambling away a million dollars that you have a line of credit with the mm. casino? I don't know. That's that's a that's like uh an um an addiction level. Like uh, it has to gotta be. be. It has to be because there's nothing. Yes, it is. And it's something I don't like. That is one vice I just don't have at all. Like I don't care about gambling, but there is something yeah. that is addictive. Like tr- truly, people need help, and it sounds like I mean for a million dollars. Yeah, that runs in my family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gambling and uh, addiction runs in my family. But like, yeah, it um, it's that feeling that incredible endorphin. Apparently, with gamblers, like even if you win or lose, you still get that rush of endorphins. Interesting. So you could be. It's just yeah. the fact that your time is up and there's an immediate like result, and that fear 
is as can be as good of a feeling as winning the jackpot. Wow. Yeah. And so people keep going. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, if you put me in a casino, I might not leave. I mean, it's like really hard for me. I start to get upset because I'm poor and I don't like losing money. But sure. there is that. Mm-hmm. I do have that thing in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, maybe this one could win. Like, it's just. It yeah, is, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm like not that at all. I, I've been to Vegas and not spent one dime on gambling. Like it has no interest I can't, to me. That's amazing. It's really I just like the bright lights. I know it is pretty. <laughs> and the food and the free stuff. Yeah. I yeah. like looking at things. Yeah. I can't. I can spend child. like $20. Yeah. yeah, me too. I can spend like $20 and then if I don't win, I'm like, holy fuck, I just spent $20. I got to stop. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm a just million, too poor for but, it. But what you're explaining makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And if he, re- if you truly have the compulsion, like I'm guessing he does, it must be. Well, because he does yeah. also like the way, sort of similar to bars, like there's no real windows. Right. It's dark. It's seedy. Each thing, like they, I'm sure they map out casinos sort of like they map out a target, like where you walk in and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, but come to this area and this is more fun yeah. over here. And they like, they wind you okay. through like. So, uh, okay, I misspoke. So he owes the Bellagio 1.7 million. Oh my God. And he wow. also owns, owes a personal loan of 1.2 million. Couldn't find who that is owed to, but who gives a personal loan of 1.2 million? That's Boy crazy. George. <laughs> Who's, does he work for Boy George? So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the Bellagio is now, um, so he paid off part of his debt. He paid off like 500,000 and he said he was going to pay off the rest, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. So the Bellagio is now trying to seize their assets um, and that's why they're trying to sell their business, which is awful. And Dorit should definitely not be living like she's Erica Jane and taking hair and makeup people Mm -hmm. on vacation with her because that's, she can't. Afford that. Which they could business. use that in court. They could use it if they tried to. Yeah, cook, they could be just like Teresa. Which business are they trying to take? Like her yeah. bathing suit thing, or his music management, or what? Yes. She's still in debt. They're still in debt for her bathing suit thing. Apparently, they like skipped out on a business partner for her bathing suit thing. The so, most recently, because I feel like she's had several. No, iterations. the previous. Yeah. One. Okay. Gotcha. The previous one. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, I was like. Let me do some digging because I feel like his music management is a scam too. Oh, because like yes. once I once I read about his background and his background isn't in music at, at all. It's in sports it's in betting. real estate <laughs> and sports. Yeah. I was like, how is he a music manager? So his company is called Nixie Entertainment, N-I-X-X-I. Mm. Um no, bad. and the only uh, and I Googled it because, like, as an actor, you get used to, like, Googling businesses to find out if they're real, like, if they're mm-hmm. real yeah. agents or whatever yep. who yep. want to represent you. So I Googled it and I tried to figure out if it's a real business. Nixie Entertainment has no website. They have <laughs> no online presence at all except on LinkedIn. The employees are listed as PK and some girl in Johannesburg, South Africa. Wait, they so don't even have those a th- website? They don't have a website. Um, they only, I Googled so much, and they're only listed as managing Boy George, and they're now managing Culture Club. Um, <laughs> His band. He's been so managing Boy George since <gasps> 2014. Even there, I, Fabulicious thing, has a website. I mean, I know, the only thing, the only, like, the only footprint, the only proof of existence I could find of Nixie Entertainment was that they do have a suite in an office building in Beverly Hills. So mm-hmm. that's the only proof that it's real. Um, I feel like it might be a scam. How much is Boy George really making? 
Do yes. they have any income? That has seemed they're not real. They're not real Beverly Hills wealthy people. They're scamming us into thinking they are, and that is something I'm not happy with. Since day one, the idea like I am Boyd George's manager, as if that's a full time job <laughs> and a thing, is crazy. <laughs> like if there are crazy. artists on one hand you could name who have one like a manager, like you could be Elvis's manager. That could be your yeah. one job, <laughs> and he's dead. Yeah. And he could still be his manager. Like he's like that. That's his bring in enough still income. A lot. Yeah. Boy George, even at his height, you couldn't just have 10% of what he has and been, here's my luxurious house. Yes. It doesn't work like that. It is crazy it that they, uh, yeah, to me, that and, was the most emperor's has no clothes moment that no one else, mm-hmm. like Lisa Vanderpump wasn't like, well, what else do you do? Because that'd be like, uh, you know, yeah. a couple hours a day. And then <laughs> what yeah, else? Or so, one day a month. Like, because I don't know if he's I touring know. regularly. I'm not, he's not coming up I mean, on we love info. him. We love him. But it's sure. not, not busy. We, not no. busy. Well, yeah, so the way managers make money is they take 10 to 20%, depending on the manager, of uh, your profit, of the artist's profit. So you have to be managing a lot of clients to actually be making money and making a living. So if you're managing Boy George and he's not working, you ain't making anything. Like, right. that's how it goes. If he's doing uh, your party, <laughs> yeah, you're losing your birthday party on the money. boat. <laughs> and he's living in your pool house or whatever, Oof. like... I mean, I can't wait till Boy George's tell-all interview about this. Like, what's really been happening? I yes. feel I love him. If he's pulling a scam on them, I love it. Oh yeah, I'm all yeah, for it. Yeah. It what if me PK think, like, maybe oh. he and Boy George have business together? Yes, or that's what I was thinking. Like or what that. if they're in love? <gasps> I what if wish. they're in love? Because <gasps> look how uncomfortable PK is, and they're very weird. You know, with Dorit. maybe he's like in love with Boy George. Also, could father children, but like is in love with Boy. I, if that's their family mm. unit, I love it. <laughs> they're in a throuple. Great. There's sexual between yeah. PK and Boy George. I think it's perfect. I'm here. Emotional for it. between Dorit and Boy George. <laughs> And business between they PK and Dorit. They love each other. They all love each I, other. Can I say, I, and there's been controversy around their house, right? Whether they really own their house Also, or... their house is disgusting looking. If you look at it, it's the, a death trap for a child. Katie, their house, and something about it twists my stomach. Like, yes. There's a feng shui way off. Yes. The exterior is just stairs that go to a garage. So it is so creepy, you guys. So what it is, it's, it's on one of those like Hollywood hills where it's sort of, you see a very extreme down like hill that like swoops to the right and then inside that little like butt of the hill is this house and the house looks like it's going to teeter and fall off and it also like isn't symmetrical looking not at all and it looks like a little house that like you you play it like you'd get a toy like to to do like a pretend little model world and then it will fall over like it looks like it's about to tip over and i do think children will die going up those stairs Watch out. Oh, yeah. I ha- okay. I have Watch a source. Out. According to a report, the home, which was purchased in September 2016, it actually has multiple owners mm. and isn't solely owned by PK and Dorit. Weird. Um, like an Airbnb. Uh, that's the weirdest version. If you just said they're renting it, well, then they're just renting it. <laughs> no, but, but to co own it is the strangest. Is it the Russian government? Like, is this it's the like, Russian government? That I can't get out of my head. The, the sport of soccer co owns it. <laughs> it says um, years ago. <laughs> it says it's a joint venture with nightclub c- tycoon Sam Nazarian, who Stop reportedly it. bought the 8,000 square foot home for $6.5 million through a trust. What? Wait, that do, you think is that, crazy. do you think Lisa Vanderpump is one of the part owners? Because they're all acting Inter- like there's this like weird connection. Interesting. And they always say they love Lisa. Mm. I don't know. This is a guess that, based on what you've said. 
allegation I'm going to throw out there. I think I that it. he, you said he was VP of Tottenham. Like that's pretty huge. I bet he was betting on sports and that's why he lost his jobs yes. at sports. Yeah. Because you cannot yeah, do that. Because he probably, oh. it seems like he was actually well established in that world. And I bet he brought himself down with that. Because you're not allowed to bet. If yeah. yeah. If you work for those things, you can't bet on sports. And I bet he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Uh, sure he did. That makes a lot of sense. I'm, a, I'm um, accusing and alleging. <laughs> Don't sue That's me. What we do. Don't Allegedly. sue me, PK. I love you. Guys, we're not experts. You. We're just doing this for fun. Uh, I'm just joking yeah. around, PK. We love to make I claims. love you. PK, come on the podcast. I'd, I'd love yourself. PK, I'd love to talk to you about your older three kids. Unlike Dorit, I'd love to hear about them. Oh, we would love to talk about your <laughs> yes. kids. Yes. PK, please. For sure. Oh, God. I have a feeling they're like 30 years old, too. Because oh. he's like yeah. 50. I bet they're I bet they're not like 18. I bet they're no, 30. They're old. And um, I will also, meet them and PK, date them. Yeah. I mean, I'm married, but it's fine. Yeah, but I guess we'll do the threesome again. Um, but PK, for his birthday, when Dorit sang Ugh. the terrible song, um, his Ugh. parents came and his brother came and he like cried so yeah. hard. That's when I cried. I really don't cry during Housewives yeah. because it just, all of it is so gross to me, but yeah. I burst into tears. I that was family. Sweet. It's interesting. All the men we've talked about that are scammers, everyone has like some certain vulnerability. PK could get to me. Like Brooks mm -hmm. Ayers, I don't want to be in the same room with ever. Mm -hmm. Joe, I don't think I'd yeah. fall for his stuff. PK, I'm kind of like, that's charming. He's British and he's crying. Yes. Cool. Um, that was the only moment that I liked him is when he cried. When Joe Gorga gets to me when he cried about his daughter growing up. Like, right. That's these like these puppy dog scammers. I like PK, okay, way more than Dorit. Oh, yeah. Dorit, yeah. this is what drives me crazy about Dorit. So we, it is clear that PK is scamming. Dorit is just seems like, and it, okay, so PK, I feel like is a scammer, but also a gambler and has, you can tell he has some sort of business experience. Like he, he got to this sad place, but because he had done a lot of business growth and scams and schemes and sort of his brains going. Dorit just looks like she's acting like she deserves everything. She's like, but I want to be a part of it. And she's yeah. like, that's why I don't like her scam is because there's no like hard work throughout her timeline. And the bathing suits, were they good? I don't know. I they're fine. The they do Ugh, the I would never wear any. They're so tiny. I, I would guess never. they're fine. They're they look so gross. uncomfortable. Well, because they cut they cut your butt in not like a cute little cut Brazilian butt. butt way. <laughs> they cut your butt. And, they, they and cut it's, your butt. it's in like a midway. And she, though, was smart to name them after her castmates. That was smart branding. Yeah. There's like a Kyle. Yeah. There's like the Kyle, the oh, Lisa. That's really smart. Mm -hmm. I bet that was PK. Well, oh, she, it actually exactly mm -hmm. was. I think yeah. there's even a scene of him thinking of well, that. Well, he changed no, the he name. Named too. the company. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to, um, to what is it? Beverly to like Housewife Beach. Beverly Beach. Beverly Beach. So bad. Which is really? so funny because so there is there's no, no beach in Beverly Hills. There's no beach yeah, there. <laughs> but this is kind of a um, problem I have with Beverly Hills. The franchise in general is it does almost cost too much to be in it if that yes. makes sense like yes. i like the randos that kind of hang around like atlanta and orange county and sometimes they make a lot of money eventually but they're At they kind of start yeah. humble sometimes and it's interesting yeah beverly hills it's just a different show you just have to pay up to get in i think that's the same with new yeah. york new york and beverly hills you have to be loaded to be in. yeah it's interesting well like in dorit's first season pk bought her rolls royce for her birthday the rose yeah. gold was it a rolls royce something yeah i don't know yeah, yeah 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 it was a car a fancy car and it's like you and then like last season she wore gold leaf in her hair right like, you guys can't afford this you're scamming us I know. That's why I think Lisa is my mm. theory is that she has some money in that house. I think she feels that she owes she, a huge debt to Lisa. And she knows PK from something back in so England So here's days. the other yeah. dark thing I think. Okay, so everybody's saying PK and um, 
Lisa, they're all, they have these conversations like, well, you don't know from the old, old days. And they talk about the old days in London when they were all together. I think PK either borrowed a lot of money from Lisa Vanderpump mm-hmm. and that's why he's in debt because he's a gambler. Or when Lisa cried about, now this is really dark and <laughs> you guys, don't, please don't come after me. Yes. When her brother committed suicide yes. and she said that he has had like multiple times throughout his life really depressed. I wonder if PK one night saw him and like helped him or something. Cause I mean, yeah. there's those things Friends that keep something, that, something. Yeah. and there's yeah. something that maybe she doesn't want to like air out all of her laundry or to like, now that her brother has passed, like to shame her brother. But there's probably something, they were all rich kids together. There's probably some party where yeah. those connections you don't forget and you don't lose. Okay. I have two, two things. So in my Googling, I found uh, the press release for Dorit joining the show and she's listed as Lisa Vanderpump's designer. <gasps> wow, that really <laughs> never. Where's the evidence of that? I that really never materializes. Done. I want. I know. She's a, did she come in the first season to be a designer? I don't remember. I don't know. That, that wasn't a storyline in the first season. I don't think so. So, Kate, Kate, um, I just did some googling and I found out that his debt in the UK was to a company called Star Sports, which is a sports betting company. <gasps> Caitlin! That's what happened. I'm, you know, look, not accusing, just just questioning, just questioning. I'm, I'm Megan King Edmondsing, just Practice questioning the till there's a cure. Questioning till there's a cure. Caitlin is a writer, you guys. She knows stories. Yes. She's smart. And uh, PK, I'd love to work with you on your life story. Let's do a lifetime oh, movie. Do you need a ghostwriter? Caitlin's really Let's good. Let's do a lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah. The PK. The PK story. So um, and what's their age difference? Like 10 years or something? Um, let me look. It's nothing crazy, but no, she's in her thirties. Wow, come on, yes, dude, yes. What age is she? It's like that Camille. She's forty-two. Okay, he's fifty-one. Uh-huh. Oh wow, he looks. Oh wait, because that was his fiftieth birthday party. That that yeah, big one. He yes. Like wow, he looks horrible. He looks way older. Mm-hmm. Okay, he and looks... she is. Oh, her Wikipedia does not say. Hold on. Google to read age. Um, she's 1976, so that is 41. Hmm. Somebody said 42. That's good. Like that, she That's looks fine. awesome, and she's 42. Yeah, I like that. I don't like when they like lie, and then it's like, well, for 29, you look like shit. Why are you saying that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Kim Zolciak. <laughs> uh, Kim Zolciak, number one. I the fact that she is alleging that like in years she would have been a senior when I was a freshman is. Unconscionable Insane. to me. Unconscionable. Her children look like senior citizens. It's even they all even Ariana, it's yes. bummer. Yeah. Also, wait, Jax has to be fifty six, and he says he's Jax thirty nine. Disgusting. I think he is repulsive. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about Jax. Vanderpump guys. We're going. We just did. Don't be tardy for the party. That's Kim Zolciak, and now Vanderpump rules is Jax, one of those Keep characters. Up. But they're all over the place. But they're all PK, in the Bravo network. But also PK being fifty one, I'm like, yeah, it's just a hard fifty one. I bet he, oh, I bet he's a got hard, a lot of uh, hard life. About hard it's life. A British and that, pub that, that speaks to yeah. maybe he Family. had some connection to Vanderpump brother. You know, we don't know. I know. See, there's something Guys. like I that what's so crazy is like I don't mind that they have this unspoken bond. Like that to me is probably the most endearing with like the crazy Lisa Vanderpump and Ken who's tottering around. Uh, I just <laughs> He's always looks like he's about to tip Ken, over. And his last name is Todd. Ken, oh, really? Ken <laughs> tottering around. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome she, to Ken tottering around. We're taking requests live. She is 58. I'm Googling. So she's older. Pump? But her she's, face is. No, she's older. Vanderpump? I think she's older. Vanderpump 58. is 58. Looks she amazed. Be, I know. She could be older. And um, he's quite old, right? Todd. Ken Todd. He's like 70-some. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Well, oh, he's got a son that's like 50. He has a son really? that's not. Yeah. He had, he had like, he's like a teen dad. Yeah. Well, he also wow. apparently was like a big playboy and then he settled down for Lisa Vanderpump. That's definitely her narrative. I know. That's I really definitely her narrative. I really that. It was adorable. Oh my God. So, yeah, I, yeah. So I don't think, I don't need to know whatever their story is, why PK yeah. and like why PK and Lisa are so connected. I think it's sort of endearing and I like that. I do too. There's like childhood friends, you know, and like mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. The first time people you know you ever drink a beer with and you'll never forget but it is like where is this going like they're fake they're maybe faking all of their wealth stuff to what like they they don't have like a skinny girl right. margarita yet thing to make money off of being on this show so what's it's it all for, the for? Show. i think it's for the show yeah, i think i think right. he and dorit are fame crazies yeah and he is yeah. his fame crazy is probably spurred by his gambling addiction like as much money as they can make on the show i think she is fame crazy um and i think that yeah she just has nothing there for me like she is the chameleon to me yeah like she will be from when she became friends with erica all of a sudden she had this like beautiful studied gucci top in the testimonials and i was like that is beautiful like she did hit the nail on the head like she does have a weird british fake accent like she does she does like latch on to something strongly yeah you're right okay I have some facts for you. Ken is 15 years older than her. Wow. Um, and Lisa, uh, Ken's older son is a like very successful London property developer. Oh, good. So mm-hmm. maybe that's how they know PK is through like real estate that could be property too. shit in London. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. If anyone has any intel on this connection or the and their scam life please let us know but i also i also have a theory that the reason that lisa is so mad at dorit is because she sees the fakeness mm, like i think mm. she sees like the sadness that in pk of his gambling addiction like i think she has a soft spot in her place for like puppy dog men who are doing wrong and then apologize she does hate women that are wrong like i think she does not like women and so i think she doesn't like dorit and so with all of this she's trying to make Dorit feel like shit but keep her relationships. Right. And as has been pointed out on Vanderpump Rules, yeah, she hates when, Kristen. Yeah, she hates Kristen, but she yep. will help she will help Jax and um James Kennedy try James to redeem Kennedy. themselves. Right. Who both have mm-hmm. had exactly like Christian crazy drinking problems, been horrible at work, hysterical, treated her terribly. They're all they're all three exactly the same. They've all slept together too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've all oh. fucked each other. And she but she doesn't like the woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no puppy dog for her. It's interesting. Say, oh, and she treats um, Kyle Oof, and dad. Dorit so differently. Yeah. Like when she's mad at Kyle, she'll like rip into her. When she's mad at Dorit, she doesn't say a word. Yeah, she, she just, just stops so speaking. <laughs> it's yeah. very weird. It is weird. So and weird. Th- I don't think Lisa Vanderpump likes women. <laughs> I've said it here. I want this no. PK drama no. to come more to the forefront. I do too. Doing all the research. No one's connecting the threads. And or I tried. Lisa Vanderpump's and hiding it. She's yeah, an executive it's producer, hidden. right? That's true. All these threads aren't and being does, connected. Does, the only person that will go in and do the work is Rena, and Rena and Dorit get along pretty well, right? So she's not going to go yeah. after her. But if they had a falling out, Rena would find all this real quick. You know, we need yeah. Megan King Edmonds. We need Megan King Edmonds <laughs> to move to about two hours here. north. Yeah, cure cancer. She needs after a she's job. done curing cancer, she'll be like, Aww. "What is going on with this we need addiction those questions. issues?" Yeah, I'm going to solve that. Too. <laughs> He's got to ask questions until. A Gambling addiction is solved. 
Oh my god. Uh, well, thank you so much, Caitlin. Bitsy oh my guys. god, this has been the best this day of my great. life. This is so fun. So oh. tell us where we can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Caterade, mm. and I do a monthly live show called We Stand Together at UCB at Subculture. The next one is right. March twenty fourth at eleven p.m. So please come out. That was my favorite Ooh. show. It was so Yes, fun. Katie did our show. She told us about how she wanted to have sex with a garden. Yeah. You'll get I, all kinds of pop you know, culture content and real, raw, real sexual feeling. emotions. Yeah. Don't you just need Sounds to amazing. the garden? Yeah. Shout um, out to Lauren Brickman, my co-host. Yes, yeah, shout out to Lauren. She's not awesome. feeling well today. We miss her. I just want to say that it sounds like painful to fuck a garden oh no no it's like just soft soil it's beautiful actually you she'll also have a dick you. she'll convince it's you it's like you're kind of have a dick and you can use your hands it's like complicated oh, I have soft a PowerPoint soil. presentation yeah soft like soil not a rose fresh bush. soft soil no no just like fresh soft soil really irrigated really lovely um, oh, yeah. What am I okay. I'll plug my book, yeah. Dangerous Boobies, me written too. by me. Um, and it's about my experience with testing positive for BRCA and preventing breast cancer as best I can. <laughs> um, and then what else? And then, oh, yeah, guys, please call our, if you have any hot tips, like we kept mentioning, you can call the hot tip hotline. Um, Sue and I are obsessed. Really, it's just like we kind of fangirl out over your calls. And our number for the hot tip hotline is 347 509 9414. Oh, and you can find me on Twitter at SueSmith666. <laughs> and if you, because I mean, that's taken. Um, it's taken by an egg. Um, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, that would be awesome. We love that feedback. And I hate Rodnick. Um, okay. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.